0: Adams, Adam Lee, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. School.
1: It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns.
2: Seeking $100,000 in damages for each song copied.
0: Right, and there were millions of songs, so they might as well have been asking for (laughs) $11,000,000,000. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show and the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are?
2: I am Tammy Burns. Well,
0: Tammy Burns, let's start the show saying we are going to get to a topic, but we want to talk about something first, which is a boomerang gift. Yes, it Go is. Go ahead. Christmas is just around the corner. Actually, it's down the hall and around the corner, but... What is a boomerang gift, Tammy Burns?
2: Well, it's a gift that I would give to you that would benefit me. Right.
0: It benefits me as much as it benefits you. So let us give the audience a boomerang gift. On Thanksgiving, you and I sat down and record. Well, actually, we wrote it. We wrote a Christmas song, mm-hmm. and then we recorded it the following Sunday. We did. We then gave the tracks to Dave Paraconi, who went ahead and mixed it and then mastered it. So what we're going to do is we're going to play it for you, and if you wish to get it as soon as the song's over, we'll tell you where you can go get the song, and then we'll start our topic for this week. How's I that like sound? it. It yeah. is a boomerang gift, so it's our Christmas gift to you, the audience.
2: Boomerang. That's
0: right. It's only about two and a half minutes long. The name of the song is we say happy holidays for a reason written by me and you that's right and performed by me sounds like this we'll be back in 2 minutes in about 40 seconds here on rock school happy holidays <laughs>
1: Fail. So get a little nog and deck them halls, play a dirty Santa, get out your own cheese ball. We say happy holidays for a reason. We say happy holidays, tis the season. We say happy holidays for a reason. A reason for singing this song. If you can't stand the crowds, just go online. You'll feel a little better if you have a glass of wine. You can pay someone to decorate your house and you can... Pay your kids to be quiet as a We say happy holidays for a reason. We say happy holidays tis the season. We say happy holidays for a reason. A reason for singing this song. Reindeer, fat guys, elves on a shelving. It can all just get a little overwhelming. Just give it a rest, man, and be of good cheer. It's the most
0: there it is season. merry christmas happy holidays
2: oh i feel better already you
0: certainly do play it on the radio i know it's mine and i'm playing it myself it's ours we're playing it ourselves but happy holidays for a reason that's our christmas song and if you want it you can have it for free i give away my music for free where do you get it Go to rock roll slash Christmas. Once again, rock and roll slash Christmas. All lowercase. If you do anything with capitals, it goes, you know, gaga boo boo. Right, yeah. So rock and roll slash Christmas. We say happy holidays for a reason. Boomerang gift. It's a gift to you and it benefits us. Okay. <laughs> On to the topic for today. This is kind of a mishmash show.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Now, every so often I, I have all these little topics that themselves can't fill an hour. Yeah. But I'm of the opinion people really need to know this. So oh,
2: yeah, well, you're the of, teacher, right?
0: Kind of push it together. Uh-huh. Do you, Tammy, know who Tommy Tedesco is? Never heard it. Do you know who the Ron Hickling singers are? No. Do you know who Hal Blaine is? No. do you know who carol k is negative you may not know their names now i got a lot of real you know audiophiles out there like me they may know the names but the average person probably doesn't know the names These are, without a doubt, the most recorded human beings in history. Really? It is believed that Tommy Tedesco is the most recorded guitarist ever, period. It is believed that Hal Blaine is the most recorded drummer in history, period. It is believed that the bassist, Carol Kay, is the most recorded female bassist ever, In history.
2: Wow.
0: Okay. Now, who are all of these people? And
2: where have I been?
0: Well, you wouldn't know them because they are session players. Okay. They played for all kinds of different people. You know their songs, but I need to introduce them to you. Let's start with Tommy Tedesco. He is, and I I believe this, the most recorded guitarist in history. He's out of Niagara Falls, New York, and... In 1992, his career ended because he suffered a stroke and couldn't play anymore, but he died in the age of uh, 67 in 1997 from lung cancer. Don't smoke, kids. He played guitar, mandolin, sitar, and 28 other stringed instruments. Here was his thought process. I can play anything with strings on it as long as I tune it like a guitar. So he didn't learn the banjo. What he did is he just tuned it like a guitar.
2: You, no. That's the
0: truth. He didn't learn the, you know, the mandolin. He just tuned it like a guitar. He oh didn't learn gosh. the sitar. He just, that's it's, it's, honest to goodness. That's how he did it. He played on Bonanza, Twilight Zone, Green Acres, MASH, Starsky and Hutch, Kojak, Batman, uh, Fernwood Tonight, all these different things. He played on The Godfather, Jaws, Mission Impossible, The French Connection, The Deer Hunter, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. The most recorded guitarist in history,
2: wow. Tommy
0: Tedesco. And he was on Elvis Presley's 1968 comeback special. Ooh. And it sounded like this on Rock School. you looking for trouble.
1: You came to the right place. Looking for trouble? Just look right in my face. I was born standing up and talking back.
0: All that guitar work is being done by the most recorded guitarist in history. That's Tommy Tedesco here on you Rock School. You know what?
2: I always thought that was Jerry Reed. Jerry
0: Reed wrote that. Uh- that's not, right. not if you're looking for trouble. But he wrote Guitar Man.
2: Yeah, crazy little Guitar Man. That's huh? right. Yeah, okay. it depends
0: on how you say guitar. If you're from the north, <laughs> you say guitar. If you're from the south, you say guitar. Guitar. It depends where you put your emphasis on which syllable. Uh, Tommy Tedesco was part of a group called the First Call Gang.
2: Ooh, I like that. Now, the
0: First Call Gang was a group of studio musicians who lived in and around Los Angeles who could be called in at the drop of a hat to play just about anything you know you wanted them too.
2: Wow. And
0: because of that, that's one of the reasons he was on so, so, so many hits. Los Angeles, you know, and the major cream of the crop of musicians needed to be supported. And at that point in time, he was being used by major people like the Beach Boys and Phil Spector. And Phil Spector wasn't, you know, just one group. Phil Spector was putting out monstrous hits by multiple groups, right. and Tommy Tedesco was one of the go-to guys.
2: He must have made a ton of money doing that.
0: He did, and he made per uh, session. As I said before, he could play just about any stringed instrument as long as that instrument could be restrung and retuned as a guitar (laughs) and that's what he did and I'm sure he would make a banjo sound like a banjo because his right hand would be able to pick it I even have here how much he made oh tell me on some of these let me flip through some of my pages here one of the websites showed a couple of the receipts from his time in one of these here you go 1977, two small pieces for Little House on the Prairie, three hours worth of work, $203. Mm,
2: 77, I guess that was decent money, huh? And
0: imagine that's three hours. He probably did three of those for the day,
2: Mm, which meant he
0: went home with over $600. And do you think the president saw all that money? I don't know. In July of 1977, Frank Zappa... Uh, hired him to do a piece. The only thing I could find that specifically stated Tedesco was on it was Lumpy Gravy. Mm-hmm. So it's entirely possible he is on the first and second movement of Lumpy Gravy. I don't know for he a didn't, fact.
2: But he did he was he didn't get a credit for Being uh, on Lumpy Gravy?
0: It's entirely possible. Again, he was a studio musician. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, not all of those guys were listed every time, right?
0: Right. And and they knew that was part of the gig. Yeah. However, he was part of the First Call Gang. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to play a song that was part of the First Call Gang. And even if you don't know what song is coming up, if you're an audiophile, you may know at this point who the First Call Gang became,
2: Oh, I don't know this. Right.
0: The first call gang was called a derogatory name. And one of the members went, oh, we should call ourselves that. (laughs) So you're going to know the name that they renamed themselves. I said the word name four times in like one sentence. So here is another song that Tommy Tedesco plays on. Wouldn't it be nice? It's the Beach Boys. Anybody know what the name of the group is? Huh? Phil Spector? Putting it together yet? Here's the Beach Boys on Rock School. coming out of the Beach Boys, the First Call Gang, Tommy Tedesco.
2: My head and my brain are are hurting over here trying to figure this out. I guarantee
0: there are people that are screaming at the radio right now. They know exactly who it is. I'm screaming
2: at you and you still won't tell me what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The First Call Gang was sort of the new rock and roll kids on the block. And in L.A., a lot of the older crooners believed that the new rock and roll kids were going to, quote, wreck the music industry. And somebody, I don't know who it was, made that statement. These young punks are going to wreck the music industry. And I believe it was Hal Blaine because, the drummer, Hal Blaine, because no matter who tells the story, it's probably another person. But who I read it was, was Hal Blaine. And Hal Blaine says, you know what? If they're saying that about us, we should call ourselves... Can you do it?
2: The Young Punks?
0: No, the Wrecking Crew. Oh,
2: the Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Uh.
0: Crew. That's right. The Wrecking Crew Uh. became, well, they at least came out of the First Call Gang. And inside of the Wrecking Crew are all of these people that I named for you at the top of the show. And because they were part of Phil Spector and all of these songs that came out of the 1960s, they became people who were recorded more than anyone else. Hal Blaine may be the most recorded drummer in history. Tommy Tedesco the most recorded uh, guitarist in history. Carol Kay the most recorded female bassist in history. And I'm naming other people for you and they are part of the Wrecking Crew. Go
2: figure. There
0: you are names that you have heard and heard and heard but don't know who they are. The monkeys. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this old joke, you know, the monkeys didn't play their own instruments. You're right, they didn't. Who did?
2: The Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking
0: Crew. Take the last train to Clarksville on Rock School.
1: Take the last train to Clarksville And I'll meet you at the station You can be here by 4.30 Cause I've made your reservation Don't be slow I'm no, 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 no i 'cause I'm a I'm a and I don't know if I'm ever coming Take Take the last, Take the last,
0: Take the last All right, coming in. First break out of the monkeys. That's that that whole thing. I mean, who played the music for the monkeys? Well, now you know.
2: I do. The and wrecking I love crew. That song. There
0: you are. Now we're gonna leave Tommy Tedesco. One more quick fact about Tommy Tedesco. I've stated that he is the most recorded guitarist in history. Any idea who the number two? most recorded guitarist in history now this fact is somewhat in doubt and depending on who you talk to you're going to get different answers but from what i found i found a person who had been recorded over 700 times he is still a working musician today
2: do we know him
0: he is part of the group toto do uh, you know he played on thriller in fact it was because of him that what, michael I jackson can, got the phone I call can't to tell play you his name you know who I'm talking I about, do know though. Who you're yeah, Steve about. Lukather.
2: Lukather. Steve
0: Lukather. Yeah, he's uh, not only plays in the band Toto, but he is a, an amazingly working, obviously, studio musician in Los Angeles. What's funny is we've actually told the story on this show about how he worked on the Richard Simmons Sweating to the Oldies music.
2: Hey, work is work, right?
0: Right. He didn't, he, you know, Richard Simmons didn't want to pay the money to use the original songs, so he had these sort of nifty little, somewhat rock. Stuff done. Yeah. It was done by Steve Lukather. You hey. Think, you uh, think
2: Richard gave him a big hug?
0: I think so. You know, you know, a paycheck's a paycheck.
2: Oh, I, t- I would yeah. take it.
0: I got to buy my baby shoes. The wrecking crew, a lot of people believe, is sort of this like the Muscle Shoals group, the Swampers, mm-hmm. was just this small group of people. Not so with the Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew was a large group of people that sort of encompassed this wide range of instruments. There were numerous guitarists. There wasn't only Tommy Tedesco. Another guitarist you may probably know is Glenn Campbell. Yeah. Right. He was a session musician. But there were also, I'm, I'm counting them here, there's probably 15 guitarists. Now, none of them worked as much as Tedesco, but... There is, oh Jesus, got to be seven saxophonists. There's probably six trumpeteers. There's four trombonists, numerous keyboardists. Do you batists. have a total number? Well, if I was to count them all up, there's probably 40 names here. Okay. But there are prominence on each one of the instruments. Like the bass, Carol Kay is pretty much prominent mm-hmm. on the bass. Uh, drums, Hal Blaine is blatantly prominent. Tedesco is blatantly prominent on the guitar. There's percussionists. Um, well, there's only one harmonicist, uh, Tommy Morgan. But under keyboards, it lists a guy named Mac Rebennack.
2: Mac Rebennack.
0: Yeah, you've seen him in concert.
2: Mac Rebennack.
0: Do, 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 do. You don't know Mac Rebennack? No?
2: No. Dr. John get out of here. Dr.
0: John was part of the wrecking crew. He was in the right place at the right time. Well,
2: which, I mean, which, which name is correct? Is it Dr. John or is it Mac Ribbonac?
0: Well, that's his real name. Dr. John is what he goes by on stage.
2: Well, see, I didn't know the Mac Ribbonac.
0: We're going to start talking about Hal Blaine next and Hal Blaine will start with the song that many believe is the most recognizable drum intro in music history. And we'll start with that one coming out of the break. Hello, WOUB Athens, Ohio. Thank you for running the radio show.
2: And KFOK in Sacramento, California. Once
0: again, thank you for not reading that one in uh, you know the way the call letters write it out. Back in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break, let's go to the drums. Hal Blaine.
2: Is that his real name?
0: Uh, I don't know, but I assume it is. Uh, because he's a session guy, I don't know of any reason why he wouldn't keep uh, keep his real name. He wasn't sort of a stage person, so okay. I don't know why he would have a stage name. But then again, I, I don't know. I, as a matter of fact, we'll play the song. I'll look it up. I assume it's his real name. Hal Blaine Again, like I said, is thought to be the most recorded drummer in all of history. Here are two stats that should prove that. He has played on 40 U.S. number 1 hits and more than 150 top 10 records. Wow. Not bad, eh? Wow. Was, again, the big drummer for the Wrecking Crew and has, as I said before, coming out of the break... Maybe the most recognizable drum intro in history. The runettes be my baby. Normally I talk up a song. I sort of just stop talking and bang they start to sing. I'm gonna say rock school and then the drum intro will start. Okay. Ready? Rock school. Coming out of the raw be my little baby. I know the be song my is just little
2: baby. right.
0: I know the song is just be my baby, but she sings it, be my little baby, and it's hard not to put that little paradiddle in there when you're re, you you know, gotta. introducing the song. So, bottom of the hour, my name is Joe Burns. You are
2: I am Tammy Burns. What do you
0: say we do seven days in seventy seconds? These are the rock and roll dates: December 7th all the way through December 13th, getting closer to Christmas. I believe you have Monday, my loving wife. Go
2: December 7th. In 1999, the Recording Industry Association of America launches a lawsuit against the online file-sharing company Napster, seeking $100,000 in damages for each song copied.
0: Right, and there were millions of songs, so they might as well have been asking for jillion dollars <laughs> December 8, 1980, two months after his 40th birthday, John Lennon is assassinated by Mark David Chapman outside his home, the Dakota apartment building in New York City.
2: December 9, 1978, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd release their version of Sam and Dave's Soul Man.
0: December 10, 1949, Fats Domino records his first tracks for Imperial Records. And the Fat Man was one of them.
2: December 11, 1976, KISS guitar Ace Freely is nearly electrocuted during a concert in Florida when he touches a short-circuited light. He's carried off the stage, but he returns 10 minutes later to finish the show. There
0: you go. The show must go on. December 12, 2003, Mick Jagger is knighted by Prince Charles at Buckingham Palace. And then finally, December 13, 1991, John Denver's special, Montana Christmas Skies airs on CBS TV. All right, let's stay with the drummers. Okay. Hal Blaine. Hal Blaine has a Grammy Award record, okay? Mm -hmm. He played on six consecutive Record of the Year winners.
2: Wow. You ready? Yes.
0: Simon and Garfunkel. I'm going to do them backwards. Okay. Simon and Garfunkel in 1971 Bridge Over Troubled Water. Fifth Dimension, 1974, Aquarius, Let the Sun Shine In. Simon and Garfunkel, 1969, Mrs. Robinson. The Fifth Dimension, 1968, Up, Up, and Away. Frank Sinatra, 1967, Strangers in the Night. And Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, 1966, A Taste of Honey. Woo! All him. Here's Herb Alpert with, on drums, Hal Blaine on Rock School. Coming out of another Hal Blaine, a Grammy Award winner for Record of the Year. That's her Alvin, the Tijuana Brass, A Taste of Honey back from 1966. One more thing about Hal Blaine. He used to have a rubber stamp with him. I'm sure he had multiple ones uh-huh. that said, Hal Blaine strikes again or <laughs> Blaine strikes again. And what he would do is when he finished a session, yeah. he would take the music and stamp it. And leave it for people. Or he would, where he was, like the the, the area, Yeah. because oftentimes they take drums and then they baffle them so the sound stays in a specific space. Gotcha. He would then go, bap, and hit it with, you know, how Blaine strikes again. Or on the top of the drum head, bap, how Blaine strikes again. If you're at all interested in that, you can go online and see pictures through a Google image search of how Blaine strikes again. That's hilarious. Or just Blaine strikes again. Neat, I thought huh? he,
2: I thought you when you were initially saying it, he was just putting his name on the music so no one would pick up his his music from the session. But oh, obviously, no. he's just having a great time. Oh, sure.
0: At, at that point in time, he knew who he was. Yeah, he knew exactly who he was. Let's talk about Carol Kay. Yeah, Carol Kay, and I saw immediately. You know, she's female. You're female, so that struck a chord. Yep. So you immediately began looking her up, and as you found out, mm-hmm. she was in a world of men she was one of the lone women in a world of men. And of all the instruments to play, she picked up the bass, which is almost invariably a male instrument. You also noticed when you looked up uh, her... uh, her listing of songs that she was a 12 string guitar player uh-huh. now someone's going to say well what's the difference between a six and a 12 string it, it takes a little more strength to play a 12 string and a little more accuracy because of the way the strings are, are put onto the neck but she played 12 string guitar on um, uh, frank zappa's freak out she also played guitar on some of the beach boys songs but she was mainly known for bass guitar okay where are you going to hear her Here's a couple classics from her. 16 Tons, mm-hmm. as in Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yes. La Bamba.
2: Right. From
0: Richie Valens. How about the theme to Mission Impossible? Really? Honest to goodness. How about the theme to The Love Boat? Ah. Yes. And how about the theme to The Cosby Show?
2: Wow. That
0: jazz piece that started The Cosby Show was done by Carol Kay. Yeah. And she's still walking around.
2: I know, huh? Yep.
0: She's still on the earth. Lots of songs done by her, and we may play another one, depending on how time runs out. But here's one that I wanted to play because this is one of those songs that when you listen to it, you think, well, that's a nice little groove. Try to play it mm-hmm. if you're an instrument player, if you're a musician. It is such a weird time signature, and the beats come on such odd places. Yeah. This is Joe Cocker feeling all right. And I guarantee there are musicians out there that just went, yep, yep. Yep, that one's hard to play. Here you go. It's Joe Cocker on Rock School.
1: Seems I've got you have got
0: Carol Kay, feeling all right, bringing us into the second break. By the way, spell Kay if you want to look her up. Carol's spelled Carol, C-A-R-O-L. Kay is spelled K-A-Y-E. So if you want to go see her website, it's Kay, K-A-Y-E, .com. And on her website, which is where you went, mm-hmm. you didn't run to Wikipedia, you ran to carolkay.com. Right. That's going to give you a complete list of everything that she has played, and it is substantial.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
0: the stuff that she has played. Here's a few more that you might be interested in. Get Around by the Beach Boys, The Way We Were, Barbara Streisand, Wichita Lineman and Galveston for Glenn Campbell, Someday we'll be together. Ain't no mountain high enough for Diana Ross. Uh, This diamond ring, Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Soul and Inspiration, Righteous Brothers. And wasn't it last week or the week before we played River Deep Mountain High? We did. Yeah. Yeah, That's her. I know.
2: I know. I was thinking that.
0: Something else. Uh, Let's uh, say hello to another couple of our affiliates. I believe KSKQ Ashland, Oregon is still running the radio show. Thank you.
2: And KCMJ in Colorado Springs, Colorado.
0: By all means, ladies and gentlemen, get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break. Now I asked you at the top of the show if you knew who Tommy Tedesco was, if you knew who Hal Blaine was, if you knew who Carol Kay was, and we also figured out who the racking crew was. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the last name I asked you who it was? No. The Ron Hicklin Singers, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Ron Hicklin Singers. Oh my Uh, gosh. And Ron Hicklin put together these group of singers. And what they did was they sang a tremendous number of television and radio jingles and things like that. But when they weren't singing for corporate elements, they would go into the studio and they would sing as backup singers for... The Wrecking Crew. Oh. So a lot of the very, very pretty voices that you hear in the back, a lot of these songs, you know, groups that didn't have unbelievably pretty backup voices. Beach Boys didn't need them. They could do it on their own. But a lot of these other groups that couldn't put it together, they would bring in the Ron Hicklin singers to back them up. Let's listen to This Diamond Ring, okay, by Gary Lewis and the Playboys. It has Carol Kay playing the bass. It has Hal Blaine playing the drums. And you would think, since the Playboys are a group, that's all the pretty voices that come in in the background. that's yeah, that's them. That's, that's that's got that's not Lewis. He's out front, right? Right. right. That's got to be the remainder of the band, right? Yeah. No, no, no. That's the Ron Hicklin singers.
2: Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: Sounds like this on Rock School.
1: Who wants to buy this diamond ring? She took it offer for you.
0: Okay, coming out of Gary Lewis and the Playboy. Oh, Gary Lewis mm-hmm. and the Ron Hicklin Singers. Now, the Ron Hicklin Singers also sang for a lot of television theme songs. Yeah. And have you noticed that a lot of these guys also, and Carol Kay, also played for television theme songs a lot?
2: Uh, yeah, you're right, they right? did. Right.
0: The Ron Hicklin Singers also sang a lot of television theme songs, and I know you watched Love, American Style. Oh,
2: I love that show, truer yes. Truer than the
0: red, white, and blue, who, who, who. That's the Ron Hicklin Singers.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Now, we talked about Tommy Tedesco playing the... Yeah. The people that went Batman. Was that was them? The Ron Hicklin Singers. They also sang Flipper, Flipper, smartest of all, I don't know, things in the water. Uh, they sang That Girl, they sang <gasps> Happy Days, in which, by the way, Hicklin himself sang the lead on that one. They sang uh, Laverne and Shirley, Aww. along with Cindy Greco. She yes. sang along with them. They sang the theme to Wonder Woman. Oh, uh,
2: I don't remember that one. You don't
0: remember the theme to Wonder Woman? I
2: remember Wonder Woman, well, because you know, she was so hot. But...
0: I, I remember her for that reason as well. I'm going to put the golden lariat on you and make you oh, tell the yeah. truth. The one that I want to play for you, though, Tommy Tedesco played the very, very pretty guitar part on Suicide is Painless, which was the theme to MASH.
2: Yep, 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 I'm humming it.
0: Which has the singers, the Ron Hicklin singers. However, there is a a singer on Suicide is Painless that sometimes sang with them and sometimes did not. His name is Thurl Ravenscroft. Does (laughs) that ring a bell to you?
2: No. No.
0: He has a, a very deep baritone voice. You probably don't know him from his singing career. However, you would know him from Tony the Tiger. I was
2: gonna say that. Tony the Tiger, yes. There
0: great. Also, he sang in The Grinch. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Mm -hmm. That's Thurl Ravenscroft. Yes, it is. He sings a part in Suicide is Painless. He does? You know, I'm doing like six degrees of Kevin Bacon here. It sounds like And, And by the way, again, Tommy Tedesco plays the guitar part here on Rock School.
1: Through early morning fog I see Visions of the things to be Pains that are withheld for me, I can do the same thing if you please.
0: Okay, final break here on Rock School. There you go, there's some people. The Wrecking Crew, I mean, I could do a whole show on The Wrecking Crew. Easily. But I wanted to get these specific people out, and as you could hear, none of them would have made an entire show on their own. I probably could have stretched Tommy Tedesco out because of how many songs he played on, but it probably would have started to get boring right around half because I'd have just started, you know, and here's another song by Tommy, and here's another song by Tommy, and here's another. But then you, you wouldn't have learned about Carol Kay, you wouldn't have learned about the singers. You wouldn't have learned about Hal Blaine. And I think you need to know these people. You know, Tommy being the most recorded guitarist in history, Hal Blaine being, most people believe, the most recorded drummer in history. Carol Kay needed to be out there. And, of course, the the singers and Thurl Ravenscroft. You needed to know about these people because they are part of the music that have made up the fabric of the 60s and 70s. That's a
2: very good word to use, fabric.
0: Sure. And the music that followed it because all music builds on what came before it. And you just had to. But they were had in. To know.
2: What's so amazing about all of these people is they were in our cars. Oh yeah. They were on the records we were playing. They yeah. were on the cassettes. And then at night when we came to sit down and watch television. Yeah. They were there again. And, it,
0: uh, and watched. You're right. How many children were conceived to these people? Fabric is yeah. a perfect word for
2: all of these folks.
0: And the wrecking crew, just a group of people who. This was their living. This is what they did. You know, some people get up and they become plastic molds men and they make, you know, pink flamingos. Tommy Tedesco packed up a guitar and went to, to work each day. I'm sure he didn't know what was be, you know going to become a hit. This was the next job. Yeah. You know, OK, look, this is the next. Group. I play that. OK, there you go. Good enough. Here's your two hundred dollars. Goodbye. Thank you. I got another gig down the street. Wow, huh?
2: Shame on you.
0: Yeah, for, Shame on you.
2: You have you you know what? Now yeah. I've got about six hours ahead of me to go and investigate and look up a whole lot of stuff.
0: What, how I can become a session player?
2: No, how you've given me all this, this interest in a group of people that I didn't even know about and now I want to you know. Go. So
0: there is a DVD, uh obviously you can stream it as well. Um to, 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 to come up with a documentary on the wrecking crew.
2: I want to see it. You
0: should watch it. It's absolutely Excellent. Here's one more by the Wrecking Crew to get us out of here. Mamas and Papas, I call your name. My name is Joe Burns. You are?
2: I am the uneducated Tammy Burns. Oh,
0: you're educated now. That'll do it. Class is dismissed.
1: I call your name, but you're not there. Was I to blame for being?